Chapter 16 Colt was speeding. The beam of his headlights swam with white-shadowed insects, all of them like snow, like ash, twirling into the darkness of night. The low, aching moan of the road below him rattled, muffled by the padded insulation of his helmet. The sky was empty, and in the moments of acceleration, he felt lifted from his seat as if flying or falling very rapidly. His breath held tight in his chest as he tried to sober himself and stop his hiccups. He could still smell the rock candy sweetness Jeanette had left all over his face. It was mixing with his sweat. He turned his eyes from the road and vomited to his left while the bike dipped to one side. Luckily, it shot out and fell somewhere behind him. None of it even landed on his boot. And as his front wheel hit the gravel of the shoulder, he looked up into a pair of semi-truck headlights heading straight for him. He swerved in a heavy lean back into his own lane. The truck blew by him in a scream of horns and brake line cries. It passed at the speed of a train with a draft wind that smacked Colt in the face like water, tearing each eyelash from its root. He clenched tightly, pulling back to an upright position while accelerating even more with an angered jerk of the wrist, all the way back until the sky became a rainbow of greens and whites. The rust-orange light of the street lamps melted and burned at their edges, spreading across the sky and colliding with one another to brighten the backlit treetops. Just as Colt began to lift both hands from the bars to leave the bike and soar with the wings he felt growing out his back, the radio inside his helmet gave a jarring beep. Static filled his ears like crawling ants. He pounded the side of the helmet with his left hand, cracking at it with an open palm. He bit down on his tongue. The pain caused the wings to retract. He lifted his head realizing that he'd been slouched forward with his face almost touching the tank, riding while asleep again. The radio cracked on, and the dispatcher began an announcement of numbers. Colt unfastened his chin strap and pulled the helmet off. The sound of the radio softened to a distant murmur as he tossed it into the oncoming lane. In seconds it was far behind him, lying alone on the road the dispatcher's voice shouting up into the empty sky surrounding Highway 80. Colt wiped at his forehead, slowing down and letting the cool air blow through his hair. The beads of sweat turned to a chill that relaxed his eyes but kept them open. The wind was gentle and carried a few small splashes of rain. He could taste them. A mile down the horizon, light glowed from the top of an abandoned silo that drifted steadily closer. It was traced in yellow and blue, and hung as high as a cloud. Duke's looked like some dilapidated family restaurant, a cheap one long ago shut down. Its stucco foundation was eaten away like honeycomb, and the pavement was ground to bits. Vinyl tarps wrapped its walls like a Christmas present, heaving with crinkles at the passing breeze. Although it was only one story tall, not counting its oversized, ornate roof. It looked as though it could collapse at any moment, just tip over and fall to pieces. Colt parked his unit as far back from it as he could, figuring any amount of ambulances would be filling the lot by the end of the night. If he parked back by the bush next to the exit slope, then leaving as soon as they arrived would be an easy departure. 
Maybe no one would even notice how drunk he was. He was too drunk to realize that the cigarette he was pulling drags from wasn't actually lit. Its butt end was soaked. He chewed on it lightly and rubbed his temples. Then he realized he was still wearing his sunglasses. It had been nightfall for hours, and dark as fuck at that. He loosened the waistline of his shirt and adjusted himself with a cough, throwing the unused cigarette to the ground and pulling out a new one. He managed to light it this time. As his eyes lifted from the flame, he noticed the arcing curve of a blood trail leading from the front door and gliding all the way around the side of the building. It was tracked with footprints leading back from where it ended somewhere behind. A few steps led over to a green motorcycle propped up against one of the tarps. It was fresh blood. There were a few birds pecking at it. Black birds with lifeless stone eyes. Colt slowly followed the trail with a foot over the next, trying his best to not step into it. It led him back past the dumpsters and the cooler loading dock to where the gravel dropped off into a steep ravine sprouted with brush. Here he could hear the highway but not see it. There was only darkness out and below, empty air. He pulled out his flashlight and pointed it down into the ditch. He could only see gnats and dried fern. It was a long way to the bottom, longer than his light would reach and too steep to descend on foot, especially when intoxicated. If the victim he was there to assess was at the bottom of this ditch, he wasn't going to need an ambulance. He was going to need a ladder. He flicked his cigarette and watched it tumble for some time before it finally vanished. Then he unbuckled his belt, removed himself, and began urinating down into the void. He stretched an arm into the air and let out a yawn as he cradled himself with his eyes closed. He saw Jeanette lying naked on the cement basement floor with her arms above her head. She panted softly and her breath clouded like smoke while shadows black as ink hung beneath her thighs. This image then shifted out of focus and returned to a room with cheap purple carpeted floors and white lampshades. It was a motel room with an unmade bed, and sitting among the sheets was his wife, Denise. She was drinking a bottle of beer and painting her toenails green. She looked up at him and smiled. Colt couldn't place this memory, but the dampness of her showered red hair and the smell of white marbled bath water filled his senses. When he opened his eyes, he was about to tip forward and fall right into the ravine, but he caught himself with a hand to the dumpster. His other hand held a pounding erection. He quickly gathered himself with a glance over each shoulder while tucking in his shirt. He spat and walked back around to the front door. There, he knelt a moment and waited for the sensation in his genitals to subside, feeling at himself and checking for stains. The sunglasses made it even more difficult to see while beneath the roof's wide shadow. An engine cracked far out in the distance and rain began to lightly fall. Colt straightened himself, throwing back his shoulders and cracking his neck. He drew out his gun and loaded a fresh clip, gripping it firmly but keeping it hung at his side. Then he pulled open the door as if he were just an unassuming customer and entered. <laughs>